Hello and welcome to another episode of Powerhouse. Uh, we are thrilled and excited as always to be a vessel, uh, to be an outlet, to be a place of safety. Uh, for those of us who are just going through different things in life, which I, I think it's safe to say we're all facing some type of obstacle. That's just the nature of life. That's just how life does when it comes to us. Uh, and it's not just us as believers, but it's people, period. So therefore, this is a safe place for anyone who wants to come and see uh, an opportunity to, to uh, see how God works with maneuvers throughout his people. And we use examples that come straight from the word of God, but also examples of believers in life that are facing things uh, with their faith in the forefront. And sometimes it takes us to see different different characteristics in those who have already gone through things as far as those who are in the word, but then also those of us who are living out here and experiencing things. Sometimes it takes us to see others uh, triumph or fail at different areas for us to see how we need to further align ourselves with the word and the will of God so that we can triumph and not fail or that so we can overcome maybe the areas uh, that we have fallen and failed in the past. So it is key, uh, it is very vital that we take the information given to us from a wonderful, wonderful Savior who's always there, who's always paying attention, who always loves us, who has placed us uh, together as a body of believers. And even those of us who are not saved, but we, we, we're intrigued, we're wondering about this God of the universe, this most high being that so many people are talking about. And can he really help me with my struggles? Can he really help me with my issues? Well, the answer is yes. And as a believer, I understand the power that is within us. Those of us who understand that we are created by the Most High, but not only that, to take the next step and accept him into our lives as King and Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, Yahshua, the doorway into the kingdom, and then to be able to live inside of the kingdom with a new set of rules, a new set of principles, a new set of, of just governing laws and ways to do things. And these things are not negative as some of the things in the world and some of the rules and regulations that the world have, the world system have, uh, can sometimes be deemed and, and feel kind of negative, especially uh, when it's trying to help so many people agree that oftentimes disagree on so many levels. Um, but with us in the kingdom, because the standard is not yours or mine or his or theirs, this people or that people, those or them, it is actually God's standard. Then it helps us uh, to better get on one accord. And it's, it's not so much of a struggle as it is sometimes inside of the world system. When you have so many different customs and so many different, uh, you know, perspectives on what's right and wrong. Well, the only one that we have to worry about in the kingdom is God's. And once we align ourselves with his perspective and we understand, then we can grow from that and we can maneuver in the kingdom with all the power that he's bestowed upon us because he's given all of his creation a power because it came from, we came from power. And so the power is within us to overcome any obstacle, but especially once you become saved, because then you are maneuvering as a child of God and he is then showing you exactly 
what he's done inside of you and how he's done it and, and how marvelous his light can be as it shines through you so we are excited to be that platform to help you to see that place in your life so that you can overcome whatever the this life may throw at you because this life is going to throw things at you I think all of us understand that, especially if we're adults, we know life is going to throw you challenges. It's going to throw you curveballs, no matter what you're, you're facing, whether you're facing obstacles themselves, as far as different things in your way as you try to progress through life, or if it's obstacles as far as people and relationships and relating to other people, different environments that we face, uh, that we try to function in as far as workplace and school and, and uh, and different public, uh, you know, different public situations. It's just so many things that life can do in order to throw things on us. And the word that we're going to focus on today is a word that is, ooh, it's a, it's a real word. Uh, the word is frustration frustration today we're going to talk about dealing with frustration and we're going to look at the life of a person who dealt with many frustrations on many different levels um, and that is the life of Moses uh, Moses was one of God's chief messengers on earth he was one of his uh, greatest leaders some even deem him uh, to be the greatest leader uh, that Israel ever had uh, yet still with him being so great in leadership uh, he oftentimes dealt with frustration and frustration has so many different angles uh, with it and so many different things that it can take on uh, in order to really bog us down and bother us. And, and then it can birth other things out of us, such as anger. So we're going to talk about frustration and why it is important for us to be able to really give uh, those frustrating things to God and, and really lean on God so that he can help us through those muddy waters of frustration. So as we look at the life of Moses, we realize that Moses was uh, definitely an educated man. He was educated in the Egyptian system. And in that time frame, uh, that was the highest of the high as far as royalty, as far as knowledge. Um, there was a lot of things that uh, Egyptians were privy to that other nationalities were not privy to. And so he grew up with uh, what would be equivalent to the best education, if you will, uh, like a Harvard or Yale or, you know, Princeton, Cornell. I mean, just if, you know, if you can think of a high standard of education in our Western world, this is what he got in the world in that time. He got the highest level of education. Um, but he also had, a, you know, what's unique about it is he also had what we would consider to be like an outdoors or wilderness training. So think about someone who, you know, went to the highest level of, of education when it came to school and then came out of that and then had um, high intense, uh, almost like military training, right? And so he had the ability to think through a situation, but then also to fight through a situation if necessary. This was Moses. This was uh, who God had, had raised him up to be before he even knew who he was and before he even understood why he needed all of these different things. So you think about it, how would a guy who is you know, highly educated, very, very smart person, but then also very capable physically with certain different, with different certain things, how could he then always find himself in the midst of frustration? Well, 
that's why we need God because it doesn't matter how or who you may be uh, when it comes to certain things you can be intensely strong you can be a person that is well educated you can be a person that come from you know a, a royal lineage you can have money in the bank uh you can then be struggling you can be a person that's not so educated that's that's deemed to be weak physically um it does not matter respect of person no frustration has none of that frustration will come upon you simply because the sets of circumstances that, that align together uh, create an atmosphere for frustration to be what it is and frustration oftentimes is something that that comes about from different things that we're dealing with one of those things uh, can be uncertainty uncertainty and, and uncertainty a lot of times is is for the believer is because of a lack of faith um, when we have a, a lack of faith because of something that we're not certain about it can definitely put us in a realm of frustration because now we we don't have all the answers or we can't see it the way we want to see it and so because of that we start to uh, we start to develop this 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 frustration uh built around whatever the task may be or whatever the thing may be that's bothering us or that's eating at us um this is particularly stressful when you're dealing with relationships uh, because it is easier for us to deal with uncertainty within ourselves because we just simply try to find an answer or we try to reason with ourselves and get to a place to where we're no longer uncertain but when there's an uncertainty uh you know looming around the people that you care about or the things that you care about this becomes a different level of frustration because it is something that you just can't readily solve oftentimes that you just can't uh, step up and attack and and you know come to the bottom of you have to work with people you have to understand people and sometimes you have to be understanding to the point of walking away not really being certain anymore not not really having clarity but having to trust in and uh, and use faith uh, as the thing that you really lean on in the, in in the kingdom uh, and so that God can really elevate you through faith to get through whatever that frustration is or to get over whatever that frustration is um, but uncertainty is, is definitely something that a lot of us are facing um, whenever you go to the doctor and you get a bad report uh, there's uncertainty that comes with that because you're facing something that you've never faced before you're dealing with something that you've never dealt with before and and, and all of a sudden what was uh, more of a, a certain situation more of a stability uh, in your life is now all of a sudden an uncertainty and an instability because you don't know what's going on with your health you know that something is there but you can't just it's not something that you can just diet your way out of or something that you can just uh exercise your way out of it's something that you have to then have faith in others doctors and and physicians and, and nurses and those who are practicing medicine but then also a higher level of faith in god because now there's something that you can't just solve on your own or something that you can't just take your level of faith and deal with it's going to take an, a, a higher act of faith. It's going to take a higher act of God. It's uncertainty. Uh, because as much as you want to just believe right away that, hey, God is going to take care of this and this thing is going to be uh, dealt with and I'm going to be fine, uh, you could very well still be faithful, uh, still be a faithful believer, still be a strong person in the Word of God and, and in the things of God and still be uh, be overtaken and succumb to this illness.
illness that's inside of your body or whatever you may be dealing with. And so because of that uncertainty, it definitely can bring forth frustration. Um, but the way that we combat that is with our faith because the faith is what gives us the certainty even to say this that even if this thing becomes something that ultimately takes me out of this world it's not going to take me out completely it's only going to be the thing that helps to escort me from this side of zion to the presence with my heavenly father that because i have an advocate with the father because i know uh, through salvation that the ultimate end for me is a beginning that will never end and because of that i am leaning on god through faith to say i am not going to allow this news or this situation to bog me down but this is tough that i'm not trying to pretend like it's not a a hard thing it, it is a hard thing um i personally watched my father have to face uh this very thing uh you know once he was diagnosed with cancer and uh and i had to see him uh, really start to 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 deal with the inner man uh that was frustrated from all of the di different things that was happening with his body and it was very tough for me as a believer um even though i wasn't facing it directly just the simple fact that there was nothing that I could really say or do for him. There was nothing I could buy or purchase for him um, that could help him, you know, just relinquish that whole situation and just make it go away. Uh, so the best thing that I could do was be a vessel available for him uh, to be able to do whatever it is that he needed me to do to help try to find solutions and, and, uh, and, and whatever resources to help with the issue that he was facing. But ultimately, um, we all knew that, you know, because of his faith, he would ultimately, you know, like all of us that are believers will ultimately uh, be in the presence of the Lord. We just did not want it to be uh, so soon. We did not want it to be at the hands of cancer. We did not want it to be, uh, you know, him having to face something like what he faced and had to go through the things that he, that he went through. But like like any other thing that we go through right any other thing that that tests our patience uh our faith and uh and it puts us in a place of uncertainty it causes for us to really pull on god and really test our uh our, our resilience when it comes to our faith and i watched my dad uh, believe in god even though there were moments obvious moments of frustration when your body it seems like is betraying you um, and the things that it's always been capable of doing well now it can no longer do them uh, at the nowhere near the capacity that you're used to it doing for you and then along with it coming the pain um, you know that it's inflicting but also the mental stress and strain that it is bringing because now you're not able to be the breadwinner that you once was because work is compromised and, and because your body is compromised and your thinking and, and your heart and all these different things that was under attack because of uncertainty and these frustrations that my father was dealing with. Um, but I watched him ultimately put it all in the hands of God all the way up until uh, he drew his last breath. And I knew for a fact, and it is what is written on his tombstone, as the scriptures say, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I knew for a fact that uh, his next conversation uh, would be the beginning of his everlasting life. And so though it was a lot to deal with and though uh, it was very frustrating times and uncertainty, I came to realize that 
anytime we are faced with uncertainty faith is the answer faith is the key this is where we really have to lean in on what we believe and who we believe as believers uh and that is the most high god that is yahshua jesus christ our king um that is understanding that this word the bible has everything in it that we need in order to sustain life even um and then definitely faith even in the midst of uncertainty um knowledge is something that oftentimes too can uh can affect us it can bring about frustration when we have knowledge of something or a lack of knowledge of something um either one either either you know place on the spectrum when it comes to knowledge whether the, there be a lack of knowledge or sometimes you know something and the people that you want to to know they don't know and that could be frustrating as well uh, you feeling like you're uh, you're in a, a group of people that have answers but not the answers that you have and they're not understanding at the level that you would like them to, to understand that can bring about frustration it can also be frustrating to be on the other side of that where it seems like everybody around you knows something but you don't know it and you're trying to understand it and you're trying to figure it out once again it kind of dips into uncertainty right I, I'm not secure in my method of thinking or my mindset towards something or i'm not secure in the people that surround me uh, when it comes to certain thought processes and so these things uh create a a very difficult situation where you're looking and you're like wow uh you know knowledge is something that is bringing frustration whether it be one side of it or the other and uh and it's definitely uh it's definitely something that can that can be frustrating if you will when it comes to different things that we deal with uh, sometimes when you know something about someone you know something about a set of circumstances but you're trying not to say anything you, you don't want to say anything because you know that it could be detrimental to the ears that hear what you what you know what you have foreseen what you understand um and so that can be frustrating holding on to that knowledge uh knowing that you want to say something but then you're thinking about the consequences of, of what will come about if i was to say these things if i was to reveal what i know to the people that are involved would i be doing more harm than good sometimes it's very difficult to balance these types of situations out and this is where we really have to lean on god and ask ourselves hey it, it God, which way do I go? Like, I need you to help me navigate through this Holy Spirit so I can understand. Uh, is it something that I should be quiet on? Or is it something that I actually should speak out on and say something uh, to help others? I usually, myself, I lean in the direction of, you know, Holy Spirit, help me to see, is this something that is detrimental uh, to other people if this knowledge stays hidden will other people be hurt because of this hidden knowledge it's almost as if to say if you knew someone that had an issue uh with you know with molesting um you know women or children or something like that and even though they have maybe have had some years uh removed from an issue um yeah is it something to where you just allow them to be around other people's kids that you might know 
and not say anything or or do you say hey uh you know whoever the, the person may be hey you know do you think it's wise for you to be around you know other people's children um are you are you okay i mean you know these these are tough these are very very tough uh predicament circumstances that we be in when it's your friend that has the children you know um you don't want to label a person uh, for life as if they can never change but you also uh, don't want to act like nothing's ever happened as far as the flesh because the flesh is one of those things that it can be very tricky when it comes to the faith even for those of us who are believers we understand that the faith is not something that is strong not at all um, as a matter of fact the flesh is never satisfied therefore the flesh can never be satisfied even with with the spirit being strong so you still have to look out for what could be in the flesh in the natural uh, so you have to set yourself up for success if you've always had an issue you with drinking uh, and now you've been sober and clean for 25 years well you don't want to all of a sudden say I no longer have to worry about ever being tempted in the flesh again so I'm just going to start hanging out at bars all the time and and hanging out with people that drink um, casually and and have full liquor cabinets you still want to govern yourself accordingly understanding that the flesh is weak um, the spirit is always willing, but the flesh is always weak. So that is not to say that you haven't become a strong person. That is not to say that you don't have uh, the, you know, the strength of the Holy Spirit with you. And through all things, uh, you know, Christ who strengthened us, we can do all things. Um, but however, we still want to, to understand there is a reason why God allows us to see what the fruits of the spirit is and then what the flesh can produce and understand that there is no good thing inside of our sin nature in our flesh it's no good thing there and because of that because we were born and shaped in iniquity we are always capable of a fall uh, so it is vital that we understand our positioning where we are and then once again whose we are the power that and authority that's within us as believers uh, so that we can step up and stand up to anything uh, whether it be things that we faced or things that we might be facing or that others are facing or whatever the case may be. Um, I personally would not be offended if I had um, certain things on my, you know, in my background that I was truly guilty of, certain things that I that I've truly um, had struggles and issues with. And someone said, "Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I know you were convicted. I know you were found guilty of these things in the past. Uh, I'm not trying to throw that in your face, but I just want to you to understand uh, that because I know the things that I know about the flesh and the spirit." that I'm going to make sure that any environment um, that that you are in, that you feel comfortable, that you feel safe, that it's an environment for you to thrive in, but also that it is an environment that I'm comfortable in, that I feel safe, and that I and myself and my, my family can thrive in. Um, if a person approached me like that and I had certain certain um, things in you know on my on my resume, if you will, where you could see, okay, this person uh, was was you know not just rumored around to be or, or have issues, but they were actually uh, you know guilty as charged, found guilty, and and there were evidence and, and people you know were able to see, okay, this was an issue. 
Um, and I understood that about myself. Then I would have to do nothing but respect. Um, I, I use sports analogies a lot, and it's it's in understanding this. If uh, if I'm a person who uh, I love the game of basketball, for example, and if I could not dribble the basketball, and the coach came to me and said, "Listen, you you can shoot the ball, and you can you can uh, you can cut to the basket." But if I see you trying to bring the ball down the court, I'm going to take you out of the game because you are a liability when it comes to dribbling the basketball. If that was the case and, and you know, then I would have to be honest with myself. OK, either I'm going to work at that and maybe try to get that better. But as of right now, the way things stand, I have to be honest with myself and see that the coach is saying, listen, I'm not saying I can't use you. I'm just saying I want to put you in the best position for you to succeed and for us to succeed as well around you and so I'm going to put you in a position that marries your strengths and and uh, not one that exploits your weaknesses so it is so very important uh, that our perspective is correct especially for us that that are amongst the body of believers I don't expect for people in the world to be able to easily and readily deal with these things because these are, are things that uh, become emotion emotion filled or things that, that become circumstantial and not things that are based on just straight biblical principle. But for us as believers, we have our one standard and that standard belongs to our savior. And so as long as that standard is being uh, respected, as long as that standard is ahead of all things, then we're gonna be okay no matter what we're having to face, no matter what we're having to be honest about, and no matter what frustrations uh, present themselves. Uh, so, you know, we look at the story in Exodus uh, where Moses, or actually the story itself is in, in Numbers, uh, where Moses has in a, a, an encounter with God and he's speaking with God because the people, uh, you know, of Egypt who, well, actually they are the people of Israel who just escaped from Egypt. You know, they're, they're complaining because they're thirsty and it's been a rough ride. <laughs> like I said, Moses dealt with so many frustrations. I mean, he killed a man uh, because uh, of a situation that spun out of control. And that's why I say frustration is one of those things we have to be careful with because it can then blossom into anger and anger can cause us to really sin um, and sin ugly, even to the point of like Moses committing a murder. Um, and so here it is, he's, he's gotten past all of those things. He's, he's gotten exiled uh, from Egypt. He's, he's uh, had an encounter with God and God has raised him up to be the man that he needs to be um, in mind and in heart because he's already raised him in certain things in the Egyptian culture. He just didn't know he was being groomed. He just didn't understand that God was going to use some of those attributes to do his will. But now from a spiritual standpoint, he's really come uh, into revelation of certain things things, who he is and what his purpose is, and then the power that is within him because of God. And so now he's come back and all of these things have taken place with all of these plagues and is fighting back and forth with Pharaoh. And now he has these people um, in this wilderness experience and they're trying to get to this promised land. Well, in dealing with this, uh, you know, there's several frustrations between Moses and the people because they uh, oftentimes show a lack of faith. Why? Because of uncertainty, because of a lack of knowledge. They don't know the things that Moses know. They haven't had the same experiences with God that Moses have had. So their lack of faith is more of a genuine uncertainty. Uh, we had certain things when we were in Egypt 
yeah, we were oppressed and yeah, we were slaves, but we ate every day and, you know, we, we knew where, uh, where our shelter was and, and we knew our place. Well, out here, we're trying to trust you, Moses, and trust this God that we feel like is real to us because he's supposed to be our God. And we have evidence from our past that he once was a great God for us and he once did great things for us. But now we found ourselves because of all the things that we've been through as a people, we find ourselves in slavery and bondage. Okay, now you've come and you brought us out. But now we're out here in another place of uncertainty. Some of us may be in a place of uncertainty in our life right now. We may be in a place where we lack knowledge. And when those things take place, you know what else comes? Pressure. Pressure comes when there is uncertainty. Pressure comes when there is a lack of knowledge or when, when there is knowledge that is not coupled with understanding. Pressure. Pressure is on Moses. Pressure is on the people. Um, there is an expectation of Moses as a leader and as a as a direct, uh, you know, fountain, if you will, for, for which God is pouring through knowledge and blessings for the people. It, there's a pressure for him to always deliver. But he's human, just like all of us are. And so pressure uh, is heavy. Pressure is burdensome. And because of that pressure, a lot of times frustration takes place. And Moses was given clear instruction from God to take a rock, to merely speak to the rock, and, and water would come from the rock for the people. And that's what he was instructed to do. But because of this pressure, this expectation that was on him, and because of the uncertainty that the people of God were going through, they looked at Moses, they complained, they, they frustrated him because of their frustration. And then he, through all of this pressure, just succumbed to all of the, the frustration that was going on in, in, in the atmosphere. Even though he had just come from the common, cooling, and very certain presence of God, uh, you know, and, and should have had all the faith that he needed to just simply talk to that rock and do what it is that God commanded him to do, um, he broke which a lot of us, we have to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we break. Sometimes that frustration gets the best of us. He hit the rock instead of merely speaking to it. And because of that, he had disobeyed God. Now the water still flowed because God is, is God of his word. He's definitely going to do what he said he was going to do. But this was a direct disobedience by Moses. Because not only did he not do what God had asked him to do, but his motive was wrong because he wanted to exert a certain amount of force and authority, but it wasn't on him to do so. He was acting on behalf of God. So a lot of times for us, if we find ourselves in this situation where we're facing pressure from different expectations, we really need to take a step back and look to the hills which cometh our help. Say, God, I need you to help me right here. Right here, God, I need you to help me navigate this thing because really, the pressures that I'm facing in life, they're not really on me. They're really on you because I'm your vessel. And at the end of the day, I want to do what is your will. So God, instruct me, lead me and guide me, help me to see me for who I am in this situation and who you've made me to be. And then what I need to be doing, what I need to be caring about, what I need to be prioritizing so that the pressure doesn't get the best of me so that uncertainty doesn't get the best of me, so that I don't perish for a lack of knowledge. The anxiety piece and the fear 
is also something that this pressure can induce and it can create because of an expectation then there's an anxiety to deliver there's an anxiety that that it comes upon us that you just want to get everything right you want to do everything greatly and that fear then steps in oh man but what if i fail what if i miss the mark and sometimes because of that fear we respond to the pressure the wrong way out of our frustration and out of anger and we would create a scenario that is not like god but instead it's us operating out of our feelings and emotions because we just want to deal with this feeling we just find ourselves wanting to deal with this feeling of pressure that has overwhelmed us that has caused us to just be in this rut where frustration has has run amok but thankfully we have the answers we have the number one source to help us deal with all of those different scenarios all of those different issues all of the different frustrations that come when it comes to life frustrations in trying to be the best person that we can be frustrations that raise up when we're trying to make ends meet and make bills make sense frustrations that come upon us when we're trying to raise children and trying to get messages to them so that they can understand with their young and feeble minds that especially those teenagers that they don't quite know it yet uh, but we're trying to help them to see something that maybe just maybe we know a little bit more about even though we may be a little older and we're not as hip and cool or whatever the case may be we can see things because we've seen things the frustration that comes along with taking that path of trying to be the bigger person person in a, in a in a scenario where someone is testing your patience the the frustration that comes from that very uncertainty that we spoke about where you have gotten this bad report from the doctor and people are saying things that you don't want to hear when it relates to your faith when it relates to your your body when it relates to your health and and it's like it's attacking every part every fiber of your being those frustrations that come upon us as leaders when we're out here we're trying to lead our families we're trying to lead uh, on our jobs as managers we're trying to lead uh, as governors and officials uh, politicians we're trying to lead as far as uh, those of us who are in ministry who have congregations of people we're trying to lead in every area that we need to lead when it comes to life the frustrations that come with that territory they can be sometimes feeling as if they're insurmountable, but God is still greater than any of our circumstances. He still has all the answers to all of our uncertainties. He still has the balance that we need when it comes to the knowledge and wisdom that we need to have the understanding and the faith to move on past whatever frustration that may come upon us. He is still the ultimate key uh, to making sure that the pressures of life don't overwhelm us, that we see the expectations but that we don't allow the expectation to consume us he is the ultimate uh, survivor of all things pressure when you look at our Savior our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he had everything on his shoulders he wore it uh, throughout his life he faced uh, the adversity of all adversities and that then he took on the sins of all humanity in order to walk this thing out face the enemy um, and and overcome even to the point of overcoming death so anxiety and fear he knows all too well every level that you can have it every level that it can try to attack therefore he is the answer
he is the answer to that anxiety, is the answer to that fear. And of course, he has to have patience with us on a daily basis in order for us to be able to even be in the kingdom. I mean, it took patience for God not to come down off of that cross and to just end it all. But not only that, the several times in which this entire planet could have been destroyed, but always there was one who was able to get to the heart of God because of the patience of our Savior. And so therefore, we can go to the ultimate source of patience to help us deal with these frustrations. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Yahshua, God, I pray for every person underneath the sound of my voice who are dealing with frustration who are dealing with those nuances of life that sometimes take us to a dark place and it can even lead to anger and, and us doing things out of character. Father, there might be some right now who have already made mistakes. They've already made decisions and, and it's led to bad results. So God, help them as they navigate through the waters of the reaping and the sowing process, Lord God, but also help them to walk, Lord God, in a place of understanding and, and, and first of all, allowing forgiveness to take place between you and them and allowing them to, to walk in that forgiveness, God, and the newness of life that comes from repentance. But then, Lord God, I pray that you help others to, to help them navigate the waters of frustration themselves, Lord God, and be able to get to a place where they can forgive them for whatever act that might have taken place. God, help us, those of us who are leaders, once again, God, who are in positions of trying to help people with different parts of relationship and different parts of life, Lord God, particularly those of us in the kingdom who are connected with you, God. Help us, Lord God, to deal with our own frustrations and not take them out on other people, but also to take on the burdens of helping other people with their frustrations, God, so that they can get to a place of peace. Help us to help the people who are dealing with uncertainty. Help us with our own uncertainty. Help us to deal with those who lack in knowledge, Lord God. Help us with our own knowledge. Help us to deal with those who are who are having pressures, Lord God, and different expectations. And help us with the pressure and the expectation to even be there for them. And God, any anxiety and fear that may attack either side, Lord God, we are more than conquerors and overcomers in the faith. And God, help us with our patience, Lord God, that we may be patient with you first and foremost, understanding that you will get the victory in every situation as long as we take the moment, Lord God, to seek out first the kingdom of God and all of your righteousness. All the things that we need and ask for will be added unto us. So help us with our patience. Help us to deal with each other in love and not in emotional circumstances, Lord God, and not in fleshly circumstances, Lord God, and those things that are unsatisfied when it comes to the flesh. <laughs> but God, help us, Lord God, to elevate in the spirit and to stand on a standard that never changes, and that is your love and your wisdom. In Jesus' Yahshua name we do pray. Amen. Thank you once again for tuning in. And thank you once again for allowing us to be a voice and vessel in your life. I pray your strength, Lord God. I pray that you strengthen your people, Lord God, and anyone who needs you. God, I pray right now that they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, that they accept you, Lord God, as their Savior, that you were the only begotten Son of God, that they believe in their hearts that you came, that you died for their sins, Lord God, that they are able to accept you in their life and then ask for forgiveness of those sins and then allow you to lead them 
and guide them into a Bible believing relationship with you, Lord God, in which they can get that word and begin to commune and fellowship with you and then get with a body of believers that are doing the same so that they can be edified and begin to grow. God, thank you for this opportunity and thank you everyone once again under the sound of my voice. Until next time, be blessed and understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us.